I want to welcome you uh, to Central Moments again today. Uh, we're beginning week number five in our 40-week journey through the major themes of the Bible. And so today we come to about midway point of the first book of the Bible, Genesis, where so many foundational themes that the rest of the Bible builds on are, are, are unpacked for us. And today we're going to look at, and throughout this week, at the unfolding of God's plan in our lives. God has a plan for you and for me. And the problem is we sometimes face this almost irresistible temptation to take matters into our own hands when it comes to the unfolding of that plan, as if God needed our help. And so the stage for this issue centers around Abraham's son, Isaac. Isaac is now in Genesis 25, a grown man. And uh, it says in verse 21, Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. Isaac's parents had been in the same situation. Isaac was a miracle child because his parents, Abraham and Sarah, were childless until God did a miracle late in their lives and Isaac was born. Same situation again here because God's putting his miraculous imprint on the story he's starting to unfold here. And the Lord answered his prayer, God's word says, and his wife, Rebecca, became pregnant. And the babies, plural, turns out they were going to be twins. The babies jostled each other within her. And she said, what's happening to me? So she went, she did the right thing. She went to inquire of the Lord. I believe the unfolding of God's plan uh, for us usually starts in our hearts. He usually puts things in our hearts before he puts them in our, our hands. And uh, whether we're men and women, I think in the spiritual sense, there's a kind of gestation inside of us before God's plans are actually brought to birth in our lives. And, and it's in that time, you know, sometimes even months before a change is coming in our lives or something, or, or a new step of obedience, God starts just putting something. It's almost like a restlessness. There's this jostling, like these twins were jostling in her womb. Uh, these twins represented unfolding of God's purpose. And, and, and there's just a jostling, jostling. There's like this gestating of God's presence. And that's, that, that's the kind of time we do exactly what Rebecca did. We, we, we go and we inquire of the Lord. Lord, what does this mean? I don't understand all of this. And the Lord speaks to her. In verse 23, the Lord said to Rebekah, two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. So here we see something else that's always, always characteristic of some aspect of God's plan. God changes the rules so that it's more than just a natural process. I mean, in that culture... Uh, uh, the, the, the younger never ruled over the older or, or was considered socially stronger. Uh, you know, all the inheritance went to the firstborn and, uh, and he would rule over or, uh, his younger siblings. But he said in this case, the older will serve the younger. So this was going to take an act of God to bring about. And that's often the case with God's plans in our lives. And verse 24 says, when the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment. And so they named him Esau. Esau literally means hairy. Had a very reddish complexion, covered with hair. He turned out to be a, a real outdoorman, outdoorman, a hunter, um, a, a man of the woods and of the wild. 
After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel. And so he was named Jacob, which, which sort of means in Hebrew heel or grasping the heel, which was a Hebrew idiom for actually being a deceiver. And we'll see why that, uh, th- that name is appropriate for Jacob. And Isaac, because this was miraculous, Isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah gave birth to them. And it would be Esau and Jacob that indeed, as God had said to, to, to Rebekah, two nations are in your womb. Uh, Esau would become the father of the Edomites. They would settle largely in the southwest part of the present-day Jordan. If you've ever been to Petra, one of the seven wonders of the world, that, that's right in the heart of where Esau's um, descendants settled. And of course, Jacob, whose later would name, name would later be turned uh, changed to uh, to Israel. Uh, Jacob, of course, became the father of the Israelites. But how, how do you got, follow a God whose plans require his intervention, where he changes the rules, where he says, I'm going to do something unusual. Two nations will be born, but it'll be the younger that will rule over the older. Uh, culturally and socially, you could not make that happen. But this is where we trust God. This is where surrender comes. This is where, in a sense, God wants us to embrace his plan, and yet he wants us to take our hands off his plan because there's part of it only he can do. So I want to pray with you that way today because I just believe there's things gestating in your heart for the next season in your life. Father, would you bring these things to you? We thank you for the plans of God that are strong and mighty. And we just believe you, Lord, like, like Rebecca, help us to be seeking after you. When we're feeling things stirring in our heart, help us to be inquiring of you. But Lord, where, where there are some things that seem impossible, we just take our hands off them and we surrender them to you and we thank you that you are able. Oh God, oh God, by your power, would you unpack and unfold the plans that you have for us, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.